Today's busy world has many of us picking and choosing where to focus our time. If you have a spouse or partner, you may be relying on them when it comes to financial knowledge. Today, my guest and colleague, Lori Taylor, will share ideas that can help everyone stay in the loop. Welcome to the SFS Power Up Wealth Podcast, where we provide impactful insight and expert opinions on timeless financial principles and timely investment topics, preparing you to make smarter decisions with your money. Lori, thank you for joining me today. Um, Thanks for having me. Laurie is a wealth management advisor at Smedley Financial Services and holds a certified financial planning designation. And she also teaches personal finance as an adjunct professor at University of Utah. Laurie, why did you decide to write about this topic? A couple months ago, I was invited to attend a documentary presentation at the University of Utah. And uh, the title of the documentary was Savvy. The director was Robin Hauser. And it was mostly to um, help women understand the challenges that they face right now. As is researched on a lot of college campuses across the nation, women are lacking in financial literacy as compared to men and in their confidence in dealing with financial matters. And so this documentary was created to help women understand what their challenges are and then to move forward and to improve their situation. So one of the things that they mentioned in this documentary was that um, 54% of women abdicate their finances to their partner. In other words, they don't participate at all. They um, allow their partner to make all of the decisions. They don't understand it or don't feel that they have a voice in doing that. So the problem that came um, for Robin herself, the director, was when she um, went through a divorce and she wasn't prepared financially to be able to move ahead, um, even understand, you know, what was happening to her or what she needed to do financially moving forward. So in the documentary, there is also another woman that um, is portrayed when her husband goes out for a bike ride one day and he never comes back. He was involved in an accident and passed away. She had several young children And she had not been involved in her finances at all. And so it goes through the different challenges that she faced um, trying to put together finances for her family, going from trying to find their wills, trying to find their insurance policies, all kinds of different challenges that she faced. You know, in most marriages or partnerships, there's a natural division of labor. And I think you and I have both talked and we know that this, this happens and we see it with our clients And why is this problematic? Well, you know, I think it's good, too. Just like you were saying, there's certainly a lot of things that need to be done in a household. And I don't want to be involved in every single one of them. Um, Most recently, our dishwasher broke down. And of course, I was checking the Internet for how much a new dishwasher would cost. And my husband said, oh, I can fix that. And I was just so thrilled that he would and he could and I wouldn't want to. You know, there's all kinds of other types of things as well um, that we divide out. Grocery shopping, you don't need to both go grocery shopping. You don't need to both do a lot of the different tasks that you do every day. But when it becomes a problem is I think when, when you're talking about finances, both of you don't need to be completely financial responsible, but you both need to be financially aware, aware of um, where you're 
where your situation is, what kind of responsibilities you have, bills, um, accounts, just have a knowledge of what you would have to do if your uh, if your spouse were to pass away or if you were to get a divorce. And we've been talking about this happening to women, but the reality is it can happen on either side of a partnership. Yes. And in fact, this is one of the things that uh, caught my attention at this documentary that I went to is I recognized that in my own marriage, I was the one that was doing all of the finances. And um, really, my husband was not the one who was was taking any kind of interest in it. And so um, what I've discovered over time is the spouse that most often does a certain task becomes more knowledgeable about that task because they're doing it over time. And the uninvolved spouse possibly even loses some of the skills that they once had. I know my husband wouldn't mind if I told you this, but he just would prefer that I just take care of it. He he thinks I'm doing a fine job and he's not worried about it. But I recognized that day at that documentary that if I were to pass away, what would he know? Would he would he have the knowledge he needed to go ahead and take care of our family? So what are the advantages of taking the time to work together? I mean, first of all, there's a lot of research that shows that finances can be a big problem for a marriage. So I think if you're having intentional conversations about your finances, um, that can help prevent a lot of fights um, or uh, anger, misunderstandings that might happen. Even more than that, I think you can create a certain amount of closeness in your relationship by discussing your goals and feeling like both persons' point of view is very important. Even though your goals may be different, this would be a time, if you're talking about it, to kind of bring those together. For instance, some of our clients' goals are or values are that they want to have security or that they want to have experiences or make some memories in life. Some might want freedom and some might want stability. And so how do you spend your money in terms of those things? And making sure that you're talking this over uh, because your money is a is a resource that uh, is limited you're going to have to make some choices about what you'll do. So I think you can create some closeness in your marriage um, partnership as you um, have these conversations. And then also, of course, you can provide accountability for each other. So if you decide what your most important things are, if one of you goes out and, and purchases things that are not according to those goals, you can kind of call each other on it and, and really stay in line for meeting your most important goals. And then last of all, of course, is what we've been talking about is that you're both aware of your finances so that you could carry on a loan if you needed to. I think those are great points and great ideas, especially when it comes to a couple working together on finances. If you're not communicating and you don't have a good understanding, it's really common for us to all have our own individual values and goals, even though as a team, we think we're on the same page. Right. Sometimes we're not. You know, we have different priorities when it comes to our values. And I can see how that could be a problem if one person in a partnership or relationship has certain values and goals and they have ideas of how things should go and how finances should be handled. And the other partner has opposite or opposing ideas, how that could cause a lot of friction where when you're talking about it, it seems, you know, get it out in the open. Yeah, just get it out there and try and talk about it when you're not emotional about it. You know, set a time aside when you're not emotional about it and you can just have an open discussion rather than an emotional discussion at a certain time. And no pointing fingers. I think sometimes, yeah. you know, you have to, people <laughs> want to come to the table 
if they know that what they're going to talk about, they're just not going to be finger pointing going on. So you have some topics that you suggest that people should talk about. Yeah, there are a few things. I mean, certainly we want to organize our financial documents so that we can find them in the event of some kind of problem. We want to know where our insurance policies are and where our estate planning documents are. We want to know if we have any end-of-life expenses that have been paid for, like pre-planning of funerals. And then, of course, even basic understanding of what are the bills that are due? What are the debts that we have? What kinds of things do I need to know as I move forward in my regular monthly activities? One point that came up that I hadn't thought of before, but it would be really important to know if there are advisors that you have that might be able to help you in this kind of situation. For instance, a financial advisor, I know at Smedley Financial, we uh, do financial plans for a lot of our clients and are willing to do that for them. And within that plan, we would have most of the accounts that they have and be able to help them, you know, work through some of their um, problems that way. And even because it's so broad, when you talk about wealth management and financial planning, we might have a lot of information on assets and things that we don't even handle as a company, but it's part of someone's plan that we can help guide them and even have worked in tandem with different other, with other professionals like the attorney and CPA. Right. I agree with you. I, I'm in a situation very similar to yours where I'm the spouse who focuses on the finances. It's what I, I enjoy doing. I have a natural talent for it. So it's just naturally something I would handle. Um, and my husband does so many other things that I wouldn't even begin to be able to conquer, but I have created a book where all of our information is listed, all of our different accounts, and even passwords and things like that. You have to think, even down to the most minute details that someone might need to have. That's right. Yeah. In order to really access everything that you need, that's a great idea. I love that idea of having a book. I know my husband jokes about a drawer I have where all of the documents are and you know all of the statements and different things that he could put together. But I, I really like that idea of having a book or some kind of document where everything's listed. They could just refer to that. And the problem would be making sure that you do it often enough that it's up to date at all, you know, every so often, maybe once a year or something that it's updated. So you have all of the accounts. I think also helpful if something happens to both of you, or let's say something happens and your spouse or partner predeceases you, someone else will probably have to be able to step in and take over and maybe help you with your finances and things. So, Yeah, so what a great idea, too, to tell maybe one of your children where that book is or where that drawer is or, you know, where they can find your information and your and your estate documents. Laurie, this is also very helpful, and hopefully it'll give us some great ideas and our listeners some great ideas on how to come together when we're talking about financial responsibilities. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Thank you for joining the SFS Power Up Wealth Podcast. Smithley Financial is located at 102 South, 200 East, Suite 100 in Salt Lake City, Utah, 84010. Call us today at 800-748-4788. You can also find us on the web at smithleyfinancial.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The 
views expressed are Smedley Financials and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPSI, Roger M. Spenley, Charlotte J. Jessup, James R. Derrick, Shane P. Thomas, Michael B. Ani, Jordan R. Hatfield, Lorraine B. Taylor, Registered Representative. Investment Advisor Representatives of Smedley Financial, Inc., Advisory Services offered through Smedley Financial Services, Inc., Smedley Financial Services, Inc., and Securities America are separate entities. Thank you.